Hi everybody and welcome to the Golden Thread Conversations with Judy Murdoch. And um, this is part two of my conversation with Kanwal Rahim. And if you wait until the very end, you will get to hear uh, Kanwal and I singing. <laughs> so anyway, um, thanks and enjoy the show. I'll, I'll keep the dignity of being able to brush my own teeth. Thank you. <laughs> That's really crazy. I've and, never heard of that. And, hey, can and, I, can yeah. I ask you another question? Cause like, I'm, yeah. I want to, so I, it's really interesting because I don't know you, your performance side very well. Mm -hmm. I feel like I know you more as a healer. Like when I think about you, I think of you as being, you're a healer, you know, you're somebody who is in the healing arts and so what was your, what, what was your, how, I want to hear more about your healing practice, how it is, how, how you see it evolving um, and where you want to go. I'd like to, I really want to learn more about that, that part of you. Mm -hmm. uh, so um, I think the healing part uh, started with uh, my own, uh, you know, journey with um, uh, a lot of um, my my own. Uh, when I was growing up, uh, my mom was always uh, unwell, and you know, she was chronically ill. Um, uh, in the Middle East, when we were there, she used to be hospitalized quite frequently, and then um, my father uh, suffered from nearly eight and a half uh, year of long-term illness. Oh, wow. Um, and, you know, this is with, with, with uh, multiple surgeries and a tumor in his brain and, and oh my God. Was a spinal collapse. And so, oh, wow. Being and, and uh, his sisters, my aunties, and a lot of people in my, my extended family, aunties on both sides, a uh, lot of health issues, a lot of, uh, suffering, uh, you know, uh, from the whole spectrum spectrum of me from mental illness as well as physical challenges, you know. And I think uh, I didn't know that I was intuitively, you know, kind of being trained or, or kind of uh, taking on the role of, you know, as a parentified child first and right. then, you know, uh, being uh, uh, kind of tending to the adults that were uh, were not doing so well you know and of course when there's unwellness yeah. in the in the ancestral lines as well that also yes. affects yes. Uh, especially uh, for example there's like with my in my father's side like there's a lot of father wounding so in my tribe my ethnicity uh, my eth my specific ethnic tribe uh, we were uh, uh, merchants so traders. Okay. So uh, trading in lentils and spices. Yes. So that meant in the villages, uh, the women and the children would stay in the villages and the men would leave and travel around across South Asia, uh, you know, all the way from Afghanistan, Nepal in the north to the south. And they would travel and sell all these kind of lentils, yes. and rice and, and all of that. Mm -hmm. And so the men were, would be away from the village six, nine months at a time, you know, and then wow. come back. In those days, it wasn't, you know, in the in I'm talking about, you know, 20s, 30s, 40s, and, and even before. So my people have been traders for uh, 
six, seven, eight hundred years, almost a thousand years, you know. Wow. Uh, wow. So that meant that uh, there was a lot of absence of father figures and the healthy masculine in uh. presence because and they would be just coming in, you know, uh, my grandfather, uh, you uh, mostly uh, most of my my father's life and my auntie's lives. He was away uh, working in Bangladesh, so uh, you know he would just come and see his family. You know, once a year, and you'd come and spend four to six weeks, and then he'd wow. be off again. Just once so a year. Once, because in those days yeah. it was very expensive, right? And and, and sure. wasn't, there was no airplanes, and they would go by uh, you know trains and 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 uh, uh, and caravans and and you know. Sometimes people would even die on on the on the journeys because you know they sure. didn't have you know what the illnesses that they didn't have as much uh, 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 what do you call those uh, things like for the flu and and you know kind of uh, they they didn't have antibiotics yeah they, antibiotics yeah 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 so yeah there was a so there's in there's a lot of of uh, absence and that created a lot of uh, unwellness in my lines and I think so I came into intuitively and then so when I like like I said with the dancer thing when when I was trying to be uh, I just still didn't know if dance was my thing and I would be able to and my uh, I was diagnosed with arthritis and my body oh wow collapsed it was like an extreme uh, case of that where uh, yeah there was so much swelling. I was bedridden. And, uh, and that's that was also, when you're so young, too. Yeah, when I was only like 31. Uh, and uh, yeah. so that was also, I guess that in, that was an initiation into my formal training as a into the healing arts or arts, yes. you know, so I started yes. looking into, uh, uh, my first started, uh, step was into Ayurveda, uh, which okay. is uh, the Indian holistic system of, uh, healing similar to, uh, traditional Chinese medicine, TCM. So I started, you know, integrating uh, an Ayurvedic diet, nutrition, an Ayurvedic yeah. lifestyle, yeah. uh, changing the way I eat, going back to the traditional way, you know, the way my great grandmother's used to prepare food and back in the villages yeah yeah to be able to heal my 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 body uh wow uh and and uh and then you know going into uh looking into reiki and and other energy healing of of forms i studied with gene hayner of clear home clear heart uh, and uh cindy dale a little bit as well uh but uh yeah it was kind of like one thing you know i i got into a little bit more energy healing at the time during my father's illness because I was trying to I was so desperate as a daughter I was like trying to ease his uh you know uh, yes I can understand that that. the quality of his life uh however he was you know even though he was uh, you know in a wheelchair and he was had limited mobility and all of that so uh was your father receptive to it uh you know uh not always, but you know, uh, he uh, he was a bit more receptive, I would say, than my mom was. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. but initially, mm-hmm. he he himself also didn't, you know, kind of realize because they, you know, coming from Ray, uh, they came from a time where they had been uh, colonized by the whole, uh, you know, Western kind of medical system. Yes, uh, you know the. Uh, 
uh, the uh, that kind of traditional way, you know, the pharmaceuticals and all of that. Yes, and yes. Addicted to sleeping pills and all of that. So that's why, you know, mm -hmm. I started hanging out with people who were studying Ayurveda and nutrition and herbal medicine and all of that because, you mm -hmm. know, uh, I, I saw my 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 aunties and my mom and my father kind of just being in that system yes uh yes you know from specialist to specialist yes you know and it was just like a never-ending odyssey which was only yes. not, not not really addressing uh them holistically as human beings yes yes uh, but rather just trying to Put like a one-all solution just for their symptoms which wasn't really uh you know at the end it wasn't really resolving much it was just kind of yeah like a, i'm painfully know. aware of the limitations of western medicine yeah so yeah so my healing i it was about i uh, you know i did it i i guess i started from a place of uh from my own place because I was desperate for my own healing for my own body yes. and for my own family yes. members you know and uh that's when my when my father was going through a lot that's when I uh I uh that that's the last few years I was like I was in such a space of desperation and I and I just okay. kind of looked up and I was like ancestors I need you know like I need yeah. what, I don't know what to do anymore you know I've spent 10 uh, you know and at that time it was kind of like where women in their uh, 20s you know they're going to Europe and you know all what are the young kids do and have a life and mm -hmm. I had just spent uh, most of my 20s and my 30s driving my parents to and from hospitals you know from I think I'd wow I know the hospital wings of every hospital in every greater Toronto, in the greater Toronto area. And I was just like, uh, and that's when Daniel Four's work, all of a sudden I saw this course and I saw ancestral medicine and I was like, what is this? And then I, you know, that's how through dad, I took Daniel's foundational course. Yes. And then I found Larissa and I intuitively, uh, all these tree spirits started communicating with me really? and all the all the flowers really that's so yeah cool. and oh, wow. i and i would be sitting in the supermarket doing like errands and i was like a a, a tree would start like uh you know because i was initiated to animism to with dr four's uh, right yeah no i took his uh, class too i loved it but uh yeah it was things started happening leading up to his, which his course, which is really, really quite insane, all these. And yeah. the, I, the, so how cool. I found Larissa's uh, website was actually through owl medicine, because I was uh, yeah, doing, yeah, yeah, yeah. sitting in ceremony a lot with owl. And I found these oh, I was wow. kind of intensely at the time, uh, you know, many years ago. And that's when I found the owl and the owl yeah. kind of le led me to Larissa's website. Man, isn't that like the coolest thing? And I, was I love like, that. Well, I you, you really do like you've got like so much like so many examples of like serendipity and you know to your credit like you followed right like you had the impulses and you you followed your impulses really cool really really cool I re I'm really enjoying this about your story 
Yeah. yeah. So it was usually yeah. the, I took the intuitive steps first and then later on the formal education came. So, you know, like yeah. animal spirits yeah. and uh, other than human spirits, plant spirits started communicating with me. And then I would find like, oh, Daniel Force has a course named Practical yeah. Humanism. And yeah, then yeah. It, a lot of a lot of the formal stuff would start confirming my experiences, yeah, which, like right. you said, being being an outsider and being because I was too afraid, and even to this day, I would not share a lot of the stuff with my extended family because they would consider this very yes, like, no, I hear you, and crazy because yes. they're like, "What is this? You know, yeah, what are you yeah. to crystals? What is that? What is that?" You know? Yeah, no, I I, I get it. I, I'm yeah. I'm like a really big proponent of. I mean, like. I don't, my, my family would be a little, I think, baffled <laughs> and probably rather dismissive of, you know, what you're saying, or if I were to say this to them. Um, but I am also a very practical person and I'm a really big proponent of, I, and this is one of the things I like about Dr. Ford's work is I'm, I'm just really big on like, if it works, right? Like if you're getting good results, if it's helping you, I'm like, Hey man, like do it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The practicality I like. I uh, and exactly why I didn't take any kind of. I know a lot of people who were into the new age stuff many for many years before I was, you know. And then I kind of was, I know some, you know, kind of acquaintances who are much deeper into this and to Reiki and stuff. But I really didn't find a proper teachings and, and anchoring until I found uh, Daniel Four's work, because I find that with his background in psychology and psychotherapy. Yes, and, exactly. And, and and many different other kind of modalities, his, yes. his, his approach is so much more scientific and as well as grounded. And then, you know, the, the lineage of teachers that he comes from, like, you know, Maladoma yes. Somme, yes. uh, I really have huge, uh, deep respect for their work and, you know, yes. like how Martin Practical, uh, some of the shaman's work that you know Larissa's uh, studied with as well. Uh, yes. And their approach is very indigenous at the yes. at the same time very practical, not, not yes. like you know, uh, uh, yeah, because sometimes a lot of new age stuff can be ungrounded, you know. Uh, uh, no, I, I absolutely agree with you. I think often people are more um, taken. I, I feel like it can it can be more of a distraction. Because people, it, it just, it's kind of like the cool new thing and yeah. it, it, it's something to get sort of, but so it's a very head thing, right? It's like mm -hmm. your head gets really excited about the idea or the, the potential or whatever, like, but I mean, the, the work that we've both been doing, it's very body, right? It's extremely body centric. It is very, I mean, it's always, what I keep taking away from it is that it is always about getting into your body, connecting with your guides, connecting with our other than human kin. And to me, that feels very, I don't know, like that just feels really sound to me. Mm -hmm. Almost yeah. like, like, like we're connecting to what really matters. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of my, uh, you know, because uh, I know a lot of people who are a lot of into, you know, psychedelics and all of that, which requires a lot more processing, a lot more, you know, for me, it has to be rooted in my practical orienting back into my daily lives, you know, so if it's like a, yeah. a medicine or a recipe that I will cook in my kitchen, which came from, you know, my, my grandmother, you know, uh, used to make or a specific spice, uh, you know, uh, like clove or cinnamon or, you know, making a special chai masala, that 
is I feel is grounded because then yes. it's kind of something that, you know, it's yeah. healing my body and I'm not collecting just kind of a collecting expensive crystals because I'm uh, yeah. there's so much fear in my system. And I feel like now the crystals are going to do all the responsibility of healing me. No, I mean, I yeah, have to be exactly. Yes. Uh, yes. Anchor. That's a really good point. You know, so it's just, yes. and, and also it feels more, I, I, and I'm really, really grateful for the ancestral healing work is because I feel yeah. it's, uh, and the way, you know, even uh, practitioners like Larissa uh, who guide us, uh, because it, it feels more authentic when it comes from, you know, our specific yes. um, ancestor guide or lineage, right? Like I'm yes. not, what, what happens in the new age or in the heal, uh, many of the other healing arts is that people just start, because if something works for an, uh, a specific healing teacher or a guru, it worked right. for them. And because you have so much trauma and you're going through so much, you start following what they're doing with the hopes or desperation that'll yes. work for you. Yes, But it's not coming from your specific line or your maternal or paternal grandmother, specific, unique medicine, uh, yes. you know, like, for example, if I I, you know, like I need to uh, make a, uh, like I call it like a body prayer offering uh, in the specific dance form, which is my Sindhi dance, which is my mm. uh, coming from my ancestry. Yes. I need to make that offering. Uh, to my ancestors yeah. and that also when I make that offering the kind of uh, healing and comfort that a nourishment that I receive in my body yeah. and being anchored in my yes. my life yeah uh, that I wouldn't get if I just did like a got up and did a Latin Latin dance or an indigenous tribal dance from Latin America just right. because a shaman did it and told me to do it totally no I hear you you know I, I like yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yes to everything you said. And I want also to express some appreciation to you for how I, I really love how, like, you you have so much ritual and practice in your everyday life. And I struggle with that personally, to like, you know, like, I feel like I still feel as though I really have to make a point to remember to do a ritual or to remember something. And I like that like it feels like you you've really woven ritual and connection into your everyday life yeah i mean no i i uh yes and no both ways i mean i struggle with it too i i you know like because my i still have to constantly kind of uh uh decolonize because the patterning is there you know because yes. my uh, education yes, system yes, yes. uh has been so um uh, westernized you know I went to British schools and, and American schools and so I had to do and I'm still in the process I think my entire lifetime is going to be the process of uh, uh, decolonizing you know um, yes yes like uh, that's why like for example with Ayurveda with the eating of my hands eating the way the villagers used to eat you know that helps anchor so you know if, like you said that, yeah, I, I still sometimes struggle with that. You know, I'll try to say that, oh, but I'm, I should be systematic, but only when I'm able to let go and, yeah. you know, and, and, uh, you know, have supportive uh, community, like 
like yes. uh, uh, groups like Larissa provides us, that yes. it helps me to remind, oh yeah, you know, I could just, and I and I, a couple of times I would get frustrated and I would tell Larissa, you know what, like this journeying thing is not helping me. And then she's asked me, she's like, what helped you? And I was like, yeah, I was just, um, I just remembered that, you know, my, uh, grandmother used to make this carrot pickle and I just went to the farmer's market and got carrots and made the pickles in exactly the way she used to make it. Oh, wow. You know, so I was like that kind of, that was the message, you know, like, so the carrot were asking me to be pickled the way my, and so that was a ritual and, and doing like making the pickles the way my grandmother would pickle, um, make the pickles. uh, And then as a way to honor her, uh, her uh, uh, birthday every year, year that makes more sense I was like I was like you know and I was like I'm not being able to connect and then I was like oh when the song played oh now I can dance but yeah I struggle with it too because I was like you know I'll be like yeah but I should be like journeying and you know and journeys and I was like no and then I was just like I just need to go and chop some carrots isn't it funny too just like how our ancestral guides this has been my experience they have a very high tolerance for our, like our whatever, like our our extremely imperfect, you know, like ways of connecting with them. And they they will meet us wherever we are. You know, they they are just, I think they're just so happy that we do anything. Um, and it, yeah. it and and as you speak to this is like what came up for me was just feeling a little like some sadness of like, boy. I really wish I could be in more community, like local community. Like, you know, I have friends and people that who's, I, I really relish their relationships, but I am not in community where I am practicing ancestral, like reverence. Like I don't have people here locally that I do that work with. And um, I, I, I feel that as human beings, you know, like we are small, like we're, we're tribal, small community creatures. And we really like, even though it's great, you and I can talk right now by zoom, but our bodies, like really, I think kind of have a craving to be with other people's bodies and, 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 and be in ritual together. Yes. Yes. Uh, I love, I love that you, you brought that up. Uh, absolutely. Uh, we, um, yeah, I, our our bodies need that co-regulation with being with other bodies, you know. Yeah, I think and so. that's and and that I think that's what helps us our nervous systems settle down. Uh, you know, like for example, yes. um, good point. I I was just noticing, uh, like for example, when I in, in the eighties when I when I grew up, uh, and in traditional and still very much this tradition is very much alive in South India compared to North India is that, you know, generation three, four generations of women are in the kitchen and they're cooking together, you know, Um, the way I learned to make roti was like my auntie would like get me this toy kind of like a wooden thing and the exact replica of what, how she was preparing the roti. And I was like five years old and she'd get me this stool and she would like, here you go, this is your roti maker and I'll make the roti right next to you and you know so I grew up in you know during all these celebrations and stuff you know in uh, coming that's the other thing like I've kind of uh, also navigated being uh, 
and this is not a textbook experience, it's actually lived experience for me. So I've grown up in Asia and parts of the world where collectivist societies, and yes. then I've and I've been exposed to growing up in here in the Western part where all of a yeah. sudden, uh, you know, I, I my sister and I would go through so much isolation and alienation and depression because all of a sudden yeah. we were a nuclear family and it felt very strange. It is, it is strange actually. Because in other parts, it's kind of, uh, you know, in our, our, like for example, in Asia, we in our part of the world, we say that, you know, your home is not blessed if you don't have grandparents living in your home, wow. which means like more disturbing spirits would come and kind of mm -hmm. latch onto you or attract, you know, kind of distract you or, or kind of, uh, you know, kind of create a uh, disharmony yeah. in your in your energy field. Um, so I kind of like right. having elders uh, who are uh, who have less uh, practical daily responsibilities because they don't have younger kids. So they're able to do more mm -hmm. prayers every day. They have uh, to spend more time in prayer and ritual compared to. Oh, uh, wow. That is like, the, that, wow, I had never thought of it that way. Because the house chores is, the you know, the middle-aged women are doing all the house mm. chores. So the elderly ladies are doing more of the prayer, the ritual work, right? Oh. Um, so the distribution. So that way, they're oh. able to take care of more of the spirit work. Um, and the women are making sure that, you know, there's the, uh, a family of 25 is getting fed. Everyone has oh. their proteins and, and their curry and, and all of that, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I've never that, thought of that, but like there's a, there's so much wisdom in that. Yeah. So I feel like uh, the uh, the rituals. Yeah. I mean, that that helps as well. Sorry, I'm trying to anchor back into your original uh, question. It, this is great. I'm I'm really enjoying I, I am enjoying everything you're saying. And I yeah. think you've done a you, you've done a, a really good job of like no, this has been, this is great. That's why I call it a conversation, not an interview, <laughs> yeah, yeah. because yeah. I, I love the bet. I love the give and take. And no, this yeah. is great. No, you brought up so many like little, little gems that I'm going to hang on to now. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're talking about the somatics. Yeah. The body. So being in community is very, very, uh, you know, that's how we, our bodies right, co-regulate, right? Yeah. And now yes. all of a sudden we're living, like you said, we're kind of, um, uh, in these little pockets of even nuclear families and you know if your grandparents yeah. don't live in the same city or your extended family is not there right. uh, you're not able to collectively or what maladoma soma calls you know the loss of the village in the modern yes. the, the general yes. dis-ease or the unanchoring yes uh, that we have so yes. in some part of the world in uh, so i said that, you know i've, I've experienced that uh the collectivist society, you know, that where a generation, a multi-generation of men yeah. get together and do the rituals and do housework and they'll get dressed, you know, even the, uh, do the preparations for the wedding and preparations for the, you know, and, and it's also the beauty of it because it's, it's also multi-generational, right? Yeah. So the exposure, yeah. so it's like a, a nine-year-old is um, hanging out with a 90-year-old in the same room in the same ritual, right? So there's no kind of, there's a lot of, um, I'm trying to find the English word for it. In the Western culture, there's a lot of- uh, Segregation? Uh, segregation by age. Yes. And that really, the cross-pollination of, uh, and the cross-co-regulation and nourishment that happens between- I you agree. Know, having like even in the, like you said you know for example in ancestral healing communities you know uh, 
a 12 year old should be able to sit with agreed uh, 50 50 year old people absolutely uh, agree no you know? absolutely agree with and, you yeah so the capitalist culture uh during the pandemic i noticed in my mom's uh living uh in her neighborhood uh before that i was uh in her community, I was talking a lot about how even in South Asian cuisine and culture, the Western culture of restaurants had kind of destroyed this culture of women coming together and cooking. Mm. And and then all of a sudden, when mm. the pandemic happened, that's when the women in my mom's community at the age of 70 started coming back together and started cooking for, cooking for each other. Uh. And, and it kind of reminded me of the way I grew up ancestrally and still very much alive in some traditional parts in Asia and South Asia as well, where women cook together. And I felt like the pandemic was actually good in that way, because then, you know, people or women weren't kind of gone back to this. Oh, there's restaurant culture, so we can just get takeout. No. Right. No, you I know, agree. Um, in, and even in neighbor, like in my, in, in, uh, in the traditional societies in, in Pakistan, like, you know, if, if you're living in a, uh, in a building, a complex with uh, different families on different floors, like if it's, you know, if, if there's a celebration that, uh, that's how my grandmother grew up as well. And when we were growing up, like if there is say someone living on the fourth floor of their family, if they had a son or a grandson who was born and they made like a pot of rice pudding, they would come and deliver. They would come and give you wow. some uh, because as a because and they would yeah. come and give to everyone in the building. Even like if there was eight floors, yeah. everyone would get yeah. like a bowl of rice pudding because right. so and so Mister and Mrs. Grandson was born. Yeah, right. That's how interconnected. And you know, so and if my uncle's my auntie is getting married in my grandmother's house, and there's a special, then all of them would get. Uh, some kind of gift or some kind of commemoration, even if none of them were able, uh, so not all of them were able to come to the wedding as a way to kind of link everyone just because it's, you yeah. know, so that's kind of like a collectivist culture is is different. Like everyone's kind of included, right? Right. Not just because if you, um, in, in, in the Western and urban societies, you could be living in the same building and. Oh yeah. Know, oh my God. Like you would never like know your neighbor. You could live for yeah. like, 10 years and have no idea who you were living next to. I want to, um, I could, this has been so great. Thank you. I just really have just, you, you have, you have a wealth, a wealth of um, experience and you were talking about stories and I feel like I got some pieces of your story. Mm -hmm. I loved it. So you. are you like, are there any offerings that you would like to share with people? Cause like, like, I feel like, gosh, there's so many things that you could do. Um, what, what are you doing? What kind of offerings or, or things do you want people to know about you? Um, if people want to learn more about you or learn about your work. Yeah. So I don't have a website yet. I'm working on, on, um, I've just, uh, found, um, uh, um, I'm kind of going through consult with a couple of website developers. So if you know anyone uh, okay. to help me kind of uh, 
kind of curate my offerings and I'm developing a few mini courses right now. But okay. right, right now my focus is just completing my certification in my flower essence therapy okay okay and um so if they just come to my uh my instagram is all i have right now Uh, okay um, okay yeah uh, at kanwal underscore lotus rises um i'm studying with joanna amir kohan of woman right woman rising mystery school um and she specializes in in floral essences so i'm i'm welcome to i'm open to um uh, offering people free 30 minute consults for flower essences nice okay um, and uh, with the uh, if they want they're curious about they want to explore um this modality uh, as healing and you know i can prepare a customized special formulas and and create some for them cool. or if they just want to explore just you know want to know what is what is what is flower essences because it's a strange uh different world uh you know uh they just want to kind of pop in and see and ask me specific questions and even all their doubts and and you know I think I might do that yeah 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 because I'm Uh, I'm curious about what they are yeah what they are so flower essences and then uh hopefully I can once I complete that and find my anchoring um you know I would like to um offer some um medicine songs in in, in oh um, I love that yes in in circle groups I I love how I actually would like to end this uh call yes please uh, with 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 you with actually with the um with actually um the song that you the chant that you shared Judy and then a melody came for that you know uh, like I really loved it because I think you shared it's called Gentle Heart. Yes, yeah. yes. I love that. Yeah. So I thought we could, I could just kind of like hum or sing that together. I don't know uh, if I remember the words to uh, it, but. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll guide you. I think okay. I, I think oh, I what a words. wonderful way to end this. It'll be a nice way to close. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. Uh, uh, let's go. Yeah. Uh, it says beautiful chant, yeah. Gentle heart, gentle soul, gentle mind, mind. In all that happens, only love remains. In all of time, time. Gentle heart, gentle soul, gentle mind, mind. In all that happens, only love remains in all of time, time. Beautiful. Gentle heart, gentle Gentle soul, gentle mind, mind. In all that happens, only love love remains in all of time, time. What a beautiful singer you are. I love your singing. Thank you so much for doing that. I love you. The seed that you planted. Because I was like, when you, I I was like, and the melody came. I was like, oh, Judy could be like my uh, co-singer songwriter. I was like, I love, I love when things like, this is what I call spontaneous kind of ritual, right? You offered me the words. The melody came from the ethers from I don't know where. And now we have like a chant or a healing I love that. I love that. And I love your singing so much. I love your spirit. Thank oh, you. thank you. 